0: Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name's Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the Unscripted studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. Creepy team. All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted In My Basement, which will soon be at the uh, Junction Studios. And thank you, for Corby, for my introduction. Um, real quick today, I'm actually not going to waste a lot of time on a bio, but I'll just say this. I have my guest today is a Hilliard resident and uh, it, I think simply put a mama on a mission. And if anybody's introduced or uh, married to or knows a mama on a mission, then, then you want to get the heck out of the way and let them do what they want to do. So um, a couple of quick statistics, uh, let me read these real quick and then we'll, we'll uh, introduce my guest. Um, Each day, eight children die from gun violence in America. Another 32 are shot and injured. And this is all off the Internet. Um, The U.S. had 1,316 school shootings since 1970. Let me read that again. The U.S. had 1,316 school shootings since 1970. And the numbers are increasing. 18% of school shootings have taken place since the tragedy at Sandy Hook Elementary School in December of 2012. I have a feeling that number's probably increased in the last year or maybe more. So um, let me let my interdu- guest go ahead and introduce herself and uh, we will take it from there.
1: Hi, Erin. Thank, thank you so much for having me today. Um, my name is Tizzy. I live here in Hilliard with my two kids, Nevin and Callie, and my husband, Nolan. And I'm really excited to just share what we're working on, and I appreciate you giving us the space to do that.
0: Absolutely. So it's Tizzy Nuss, right? Like bus, but with an N. Yeah. So Nuss, Tizzy Nuss, and uh, again, former Hilliard resident, or uh, what do I? How how do do I say it right?
1: Current. Current. Thank
0: you. (laughs) Current. Current Hilliard resident. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Um. Say, whatever. We're, we're both Hilliard residents. That's what I'm trying to say. I can't yeah. seem to think of it. Welcome to Unscripted. So <laughs> whatever that word is, uh, we are both Hilliard residents. And I'm so proud of you um and what you're doing because it's it's literally life, literally could be life-changing for, um, for our kids, for kids in other schools. And uh, it's really just awesome to have you on today. So um let me get out of the way. Go ahead and why don't you just tell us the story um, because the SPARK project is, is really what we want to talk about today. And again, as I led off with school shootings, um, this is a part of our reality. Unfortunately, it is a part of our reality as parents, as residents, as um, the United States. This is a our, our reality, as you, you spoke of in, in the video. Um, this is our reality. We used to, you know, hide for or run through tornado drills and things like that and now we do shooting drills which is something i don't think a lot of people can get their head around so let me get out of the way tizzy go ahead and just let's tell us the story tell us the story please about the spark project
1: sure so thank you i um you know i think it's important to kind of back up and maybe understand like why am i doing this and um this is really about me answering a calling and so this journey starts At least over five years ago, as I was working um, at a company, I spent my entire career mostly in human resources. And when I was at lunch one day with two colleagues, the topic of school shootings came up. And initially, I was just like, oh, because, you know, I'm a mom. And I was like, gosh, this like kids and shootings never belong in the same sentence. Right. And um, but then right after that feeling, it was a feeling of, wait a minute, why haven't we done something tangible to protect our children? You know, as you mentioned, we grew up with fire drills and severe weather drills. You know, I didn't grow up with lockdown drills, but I know that my kids are experiencing those. And so I was like, what now they have the words and how to prepare them during these drills, but where is something that's going to actually step in, and protect them, which just like this ignited in me. And the the two other guys at the table, we were, were like, you know, we could make a really good team and maybe we, maybe we could do something. Maybe we could create something. And um, the three of us really started to work on creating something. And then we all went separate ways. And meaning we all left the company. And I still felt really pulled from above that I was supposed to tackle this. But at that point, I did not have the confidence to think that I could do this. You know, I I I work in human resources, so that means I know what I'm good at, which is like mm-hmm. that much, and what I'm not good at. <laughs> and so, um, but God kept giving me signs, and every time I'd get a sign, I'd, I it would be like on my heart, or I'd watch the news and and see another tragic incident or these innocent lives that we're losing, and. So in um, October of 2017, I got my last sign and I woke up one day and my eyesight was really foggy and blurry. And I thought to myself, oh man, I'm supposed to have this meeting, this breakfast with this guy I work with, who's known to be, you know, just big heart, really religious. And I was like, I bet God wants me to like talk to him about the spark project and this thing that I want to create, which I know sounds crazy. And, um, so I go to work and I'm talking to him and he said, Tizier, is everything okay with you? And I'm like, Oh, my eyesight's really blurry. I feel like I need to tell you something that's really on my heart. And he was like, hold on a second. And I hadn't told him anything. He was like, I feel like you're going to talk to me about safety. Just like broke down in tears and, like shaking and um you know we had this amazing conversation and you know I walked back to my desk and I thought oh gosh okay all right god now hopefully this clears up because I just you know unpacked all this stuff and um the exact opposite happened as the day wore off wore on my eyesight got worse I ended up going to the ER then I was sent home. It was the worst night of my life. I actually could not see. I feared that I would never see my kids' faces again or my husband's face. And, um, the next morning I ended up at a specialist and they had no idea how I contracted this really bad infection in both eyes. I knew, I knew it was coming from above, but this is your, like, this is it. This is your last sign. And, I mean, those were the scariest days of my life. And I prayed and prayed and, you know, made a promise that I would never ever question why I'm here and that I could make this happen. And I knew that God would give me all the right people and resources to do it.
0: Wow. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Um, And so thankfully two days later, I got my eyesight back and I did what anybody would do. I, Immediately called those two gentlemen and was like, I've had this life changing experience and I need you guys and they weren't in great places in their lives. And I was like, "Ah, I just know this is supposed to be me. And so February of 2018, we created the LLC and got to work. Um, And I have not stopped. I mean, since the day I lost my eyesight and got it back, I haven't stopped, you know, trying to figure out how am I going to do this? How am I going to bring something to life that's in my head? And in an industry that's really confusing, I don't have a background, you know, working in ballistics. And so um, that was another big challenge of, but, you know, God has provided so many, just opened so many doors for me that um, this has been able to come to life.
0: Right. Right and so it's so clear when it's so clear right and yet it's not i mean it sometimes he has to shake us up a little bit make us a little bit uncomfortable but at the same time like sooner or later it's i have mentioned this i don't know how many podcasts i've mentioned this but it's like go to nineveh <laughs> you know like you know go to nineveh i, I told you to go to nineveh until so sometimes i have to throw you out of the boat and and physically before it's like okay i'll go to nineveh you know i'll, I'll go do what what it is you told me to do and and so that's um, so we're in year two or three of this project from launch from LLC. This is 2021, so I'm not very good at math, but it's three years. Me
1: neither, me neither. During the time. <laughs> so uh, three years, I write right? Down notes. I always forget like numbers and stuff, but so yeah, in 2018, we I created the LLC with the help of a friend. I mean, there's so many stories of just people as they hear what I'm doing are like, How can I help you? It was a friend who was attorney, he's like, I'll create the LLC for you today. And Um, so then I signed up for some business planning courses. I knew that I needed to get educated and start. And I love people and I love networking. And I just continued to do that even more, took accelerators and I was introduced to, um, a company here locally that is, uh, um, a product development company. So they kind of helped me take this idea, you know, I wanted something that was lightweight. I wanted something that kids, you know, could feel empowered. I mean, this is such a Very hard topic I wanted to bring kids into the conversation just like I would want my own in a really safe and loving way Mm -hmm. and so I knew that I wanted kids to be a part of you know designing it in some fashion and so working with this local product development company and then um just as like I said there's been so many people I was introduced to a gentleman who is a ballistics expert. And at the time he just happened to be working at Ohio state, not because he was an expert, but, um, so getting his support was huge. I mean, his entire career he spent in research and development, 22 years in the armored industry. I mean, The fact that he was in Columbus and we, you know, I was connected to him. It just changed everything because he helped, us find the right material. He helped test in accordance with the standards that exist through the National Institute of Justice, which is extremely confusing. And what somebody may not know is if you were to purchase something today as a consumer, there is no oversight from the government. The government oversight is for law enforcement and military, but nothing for this other, right? These other products that are on the market. And I I was just so confused by that. And so with his help, I mean, we have went above and beyond and done a ton of testing. And so to kind of fast forward, we spent some time in, pro, you know, product development and to testing. So fast forward last year in February, I, so February, 2020, I left my career in human resources for the spark project. And that was, you know, another sign that I was given from above that I needed to just be all in. Mm -hmm. Um, And we launched a crowdfunding campaign just to get us off the ground, um, to raise some money, offer a pre-order and two weeks later COVID happened. And, you know, I had so, I felt so much pressure of like, I can never move fast enough as you watch the news and you see things happen. Mm -hmm. But even, you know, two weeks later in the middle of a pandemic, we still had this successful crowdfunding campaign and this amazing support, which afforded um, us the opportunity to make and produce the very first Spark Shields last summer into fall and make them right here. They're not just made in the U.S., they're made right here in Ohio.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And so that was amazing. And now, you know, we're around out 2020 with I've, you know, built a team of advisors to help me navigate, like, how do I continue to push us forward? And so that brings us now to 2021. And our second podcast which i'm you know
0: thrilled <laughs> that you invited us on yeah well i'm so honored um because i i i saw when i saw what you were doing in and, and again i i always want to support people from familiar but i want to support anybody that has a story everybody has a story but this is a fascinating story because i mean every morning i wake up you can ask my wife every morning i wake up i turn on um not a plug because they're, they're not a partner or anything, but I turn on ABC News and I, or ABC Six and I watch that, and then they switch over to Fox. I watch my morning, you know, good. I'm that guy. I'm that age now where I watch the Good Morning Show, and every day I swear to you, there's another shooting in Columbus. Yeah. And um, I, I literally every day and it seems like it's getting worse. And if it's not Columbus, you know, we just had one. And I don't know when people will hear this, but we just had one in Times Square. We just had one. And it, it, there's there's an issue here and it's gotten worse since we came back from COVID. I'm not smart enough to have the statistics on that. But at the end of the day, this is a problem. And and it's, this is not a podcast about gun rights. And I'm not here for that discussion. What I am here is keeping our kids safe. And so for anybody that doesn't know, can we talk about the product itself real quick and then and then get into more of this? Because I think there's so much fascinating about you starting a company, you stepping out of faith. But I really want to talk what is the product, just in case somebody's listening to this, what is the product?
1: Yeah. So the product, can I show it just in case you do a video? Sure, shoot? absolutely.
0: Yeah. No, we yeah. So this platform is on both. There's people okay. that listen, people to watch. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So it is a folder size, bullet resistant. Um shield and so there's a couple things you know one obviously anybody viewing will be able to see but i'll try to make sure i describe it really well Um, one as i mentioned before i wanted it to be lightweight so look at how i'm holding this it's super super lightweight inside is that bullet resistant material there's also, the front is clear, and you can see my daughter's artwork from Happy Earth Day. Love it. But that was that c- important component I talked to you about, like how I want kids to put stickers or design it, and I want them to make it their own and just not this cold thing. And then there's also a lot of room in there, so it doubles as a folder. So you can put those papers that, you know, kids may or may not always get home to you that are easy to lose or put your, some people put an iPad in there or a phone, and then on the back it's going to be hard to see because of the coloring but there's handles. Right. they're kind of like just kind of blend in but yeah. that's in case that emergency that we never want to happen but then they have something they can crouch down and cover their head in their heart um so that's what makes it really really different and you know it's it's at a size that you can put it into most if not, I mean, I haven't tried on every single backpack, but I've tried on my son's who is 13 and continues to get smaller. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it fits in there as well. So, you know, that is the spark shield and, you know, the different things that are wrapped up into, you know, bringing this to life and, and putting something into our ch- children's hands.
0: And there's multiple uses. So it could slide in my backpack, which which obviously would prove. Pre- it would provide that um, ballistic coverage in my backpack because it could be what saves my life and then there's also if i just had it or if i wanted to take it out of my backpack now it's kind of like the um, captain america shield in many ways it's got handles I can use it in, in any event of emergency, and God forbid any one of our children are in that emergency, but you know we we provide them with everything else, you know, yeah. we, we put them a raincoat on them when it's cold, you know, when it's raining, we put a winter coat and hats and gloves on them when it's cold. Again, not the same thing, but we do our best to give our kids everything we can to protect them from whatever this world could give them and 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 the school shooting unfortunately is something that needs to be in the discussion as heart as heartbreaking as that is.
1: It is. And you know, and it to your point, it is lightweight. So it doesn't have to just live in the backpack because I thought about that, like, you know, there's so many different things and scenarios that could play out that what if the backpack isn't allowed in the class or, you know, and so they, they can actually carry it and hold it from class to class too. And um and it can it can be something that they incorporate outside of school if necessary. I've had different people interested. I mean, obviously I'm super focused on our kids first and foremost. And to your point, the one thing that I noticed as I started to dig into this is the majority of school shootings that happened, somebody knew something and they didn't tell anyone. Right. And so I was like, gosh, okay, one, we need, I have to create something and I have to get it into our kids hands. We have to protect them period then too how can the spark project be about you know talking about this in a meaningful way with you know bringing in first responders but how can we bring in schools and how can we bring in parents i mean this is a really complex issue and yes you know i don't i do not have the answer to it all i don't but what i do know is that we have to do something now i mean you read some t- statistics we all know that kids have been isolated with covid Mm -hmm. You know, they've returned, some have returned to school, some are starting to, um, there's so much violence, you know, it is hard enough to be a parent, let alone to put your kid on the bus and worry about, are you going to be seeing something on the news? And to your point, I I watch the news in the morning too, and it's every day, there's another headline and it's just, it's just really hard. It's really hard to be a parent. And I can't imagine how hard it is to be a kid. Mm -hmm. And also to be a kid who's living in this, knowing they're doing these drills, like we have to do more for them.
0: Right. Right. We have to equip them. I mean, I think I think God God gave them to us um for a reason each each child is born to each family or you know adopted in each family for a reason and and because of that i think we have a responsibility to give them everything we can within our means you know um that different rant i guess but but i think along the same lines but to your point tizzy there's 16 the the page that i printed off here to read off some statistics there's 16 And most of those have to do with mental illness. Um, It has to do with the fact that nobody said anything, that there were signs that were there. I didn't think they were relevant to this conversation for your product, but at the end of the day, they are relevant to this conversation. The signs, everything is out there. We have the statistics, unfortunately. because of the, the amount of data we have again unfortunately I wish we had no data on this yeah, but we have a say, lot you know, we one, have a lot of data
1: one school shooting is one. too many right one right and um, yeah I think we're just all trying to figure out what to do and that's where I was just like every day I can't move fast enough how do I you know make this thing in my head bring it to life from prototype and to you know bring the spark shield and Now, how do we get it into the hands of our children? And also, how do we help be a part of this larger conversation? Um, Because to your point, it it, it is fueled with a lot of emotions. The one thing that I know is that everyone can get behind protecting our kids, everyone, right? Right. None of us want this, No. but we can't just sit back and say, oh man, this is terrible. And I don't want to talk about it, but not do anything. Mm-hmm. Like we have to. I mean, we have to get involved, and we. It, it it feels overwhelming to be honest at times because it is there's so many layers of
0: complexity. Right. So what's um what are the ways for people listening? What are the ways? So I've heard this podcast now. I'm 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 in. Um, I I want to and let let me say this really quick before we get into that. I think based on, and again, if, you know, because this is heard or seen, I'm not sure. If you're listening to this, this is a little bit bigger than an iPad Pro. I, you know, if I was to slide an iPad Pro into my child's backpack, that's about the size we're talking about. I, what are the exact dimensions? Do you know?
1: It's, it's like about 10 and a half by 11 and a half and about one inch thick.
0: And, and the weight?
1: Oh, gosh. It's, it's less than two pounds.
0: So but if I was to put an iPad Pro in my child's backpack, we're not talking much larger, much heavier than that. And a lot of our kids, thankfully, I know in the district we're in, a lot of those kids have iPads, but we're talking iPad Pro. So the bigger, the, the larger one, um, this is what could potentially save their life. We're putting in their backpack. So I just wanted to give that ref- frame of yeah. reference for people.
1: And the one thing I want to make sure that I say, because it is something that I learned right away in working with a ballistics expert. He said, Tizzy, nothing is bulletproof. Nothing. Wow. And and he's right. And so we've done a ton of testing. And you know, we've tested this against, you know, a nine millimeter, a 357, um, and so a 44 mag. And so those are some of the handguns that we've used on this. I mean, it's it's this is where we're starting. I know that you know things will continue to evolve, mm-hmm. but um, what it does is It puts something tangible in between our precious children and a potential threat.
0: Right. My my former life, I was in the security industry for... 15 years, the better part of my career, the industrial security industry. And one of the challenges was always to create a classroom lock that would prevent, you know, so teachers could go in. And you've seen, there's so many variations. They're seeing you slide in the door. There's, but be, but again, it was always the challenge of kids, teacher goes out in the hallway, the kids lock the teacher out, you know? And and so again, there's all those things, but but literally the security industry, I can tell you from my years of experience, the security industry is constantly trying to figure out how do we protect our kids? This is something I put in my backpack and now I don't have to rely on this and again this is no disrespect to the schools the schools are doing everything they can oh, yeah. the budgets they have all, all yeah. you know there's a lot of variables as you said um there's so many variables in play here but this is one thing I could do so let me let me ask you that as a parent um, so I think I take it back to the question as a parent how do I what what can I do can I purchase this through a website how do I get my hands on one of these for my kids
1: so You can purchase it from our website um, at sparkproject.us. It's available there now. Um, You know, I'm not in any anywhere else. You know, I I basically just launched, but um, I I want our parents to have something, and I want them to have an option, right? And you know, what I'm excited about is one, now we have it and parents can, can purchase it for their child. And um, I kind of talked a little bit about how I put together this advisory board and on our advisory board is now someone who I just recently met and she's a mental health therapist. And so with her help, that's kind of where we're going is how do we provide some resources for parents too? You know, what are some conversation starters, depending on what school you're at, you may or may not get communication. And so that's where I see that we can be of help for parents too
0: have you found that schools are easy to work with hard to work with and is there I have to imagine there's a ton of red tape
1: true very true um you know I met with someone from the Hilliard school board just recently last month and, and he was really positive about it and wants to connect me to some folks here in Hilliard which you know is a dream I mean this is such a grassroots thing and Uh, It would be great to partner with Hilliard in some way, but I recognize that budgets, I mean, my, my parents were educators, retired teacher, retired principals. I didn't grow. I I know that they have limited resources. And so I don't look at that though, as like a challenge we can't figure out, Right. you know, between Mm -hmm. how can we fund this or how can we do fundraisers? I'm open to so much because I just believe so, in my heart that, that we have to just move as fast as we can and um, get this out there.
0: And I, I, I'm, I'm a believer that you just run fast <laughs> and yeah. hopefully people, you can find people that'll keep pace um, with yeah. whatever it is that you do, whether it's a podcast or my podcast literally has no impact on the world. This has a That's much bigger does. impact That's on the world. Does. No, I, this has a much, much bigger impact on the world. It's saving lives. I don't think I'm, my podcast is saving lives. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, but, but no, either but, way, you know, I-
1: as is going to help us reach people that I haven't reached. I mean,
0: which could save a life, maybe. Yeah, you know?
1: um, Yeah.
0: So, thank you for that. No, yeah. I, I, no, literally, I think you, you want to find people. Manny, uh, who was my previous guest uh, on the last episode, not a plug, um, said, said something so brilliant, and that was that you know you want your dream to be big enough to include other people, and because you know, what I mean, and I think that is so important as, as someone who's a visionary, and we've touched a lot of topics. This is kind of the more the visionary dreamer um have a have a passion for something that you believe god's driving you to i really do think you have to be it has to be big enough that other people have to be involved because when you do it's amazing and there's nothing more um exciting than seeing people more excited maybe even than you are about your dreams so um it sounds like you've had that um along the way as well is that true
1: yeah i i i have this running tab in my head of just these people that have one, I know that God has sent to me and um, I get emotional thinking about it because they have just helped me tremendously. I mean, from, you know, creating an LLC to my pastor introducing me to my patent attorney
0: mm-hmm.
1: to, um, you know, just this past year, I got a, a sponsorship from Office Depot to attend a, a, a class, this nationwide class for female founders that I just finished up. I could go on and on, but what it is, it's it's just the constant support of, of people knowing this work is important, wanting to be of help and um, knowing how much our kids need this. And so for them to, you know, put their faith in me and help me in this journey is just, I'm a constantly just overwhelmed with gratitude.
0: I think what you see is God going before you. You know, it's like, Hey, you know, and that's, I think when we, when we walk through any door that he opens and sometimes it takes a push, but for you, it was (laughs) not being able to see. Um, He pushed you through that door. And as soon as he pushes you through that door, you see so many more more open and, and it's, it's, it's an exciting ride for anyone listening to this. I know this has nothing to do with the spark project or anything like that but anyone listening to this that has a dream or a vision um, i hope you hear that that god god will go before you when you believe in your heart that this is what he's calling you to do it's unbelievable to be a part of it and it's the greatest joy like it's just so amazing to be a part of it it's you it can't be explained in words and i'm not probably going to do a good job explaining it but um i'm happy for you i'm thrilled for you that, that this is a part of it but the important thing is so schools are hard to break into um what other avenues how can anyone listening to this help along that same line what other doors could someone that hears this open for you what what are doors that you're struggling with right now
1: you know that's a great question because i think there's a a number of different things one um i am like Always, I shouldn't say always available because that's just not a great thing for a mom to always be available. But <laughs> right. um, I love connecting with people. And if you know, one thing that people could do is they can ask the question of their own school, mm-hmm. right? As a parent who wants to purchase one, I've had parents purchase them and then they talk to their school and say, um, I mean, that's where we're just starting to get to. But you know, our voice gets louder as more people share this work. Um, mm-hmm and you know i've had a great conversation recently with somebody who does grant writing and it was like you know there's probably definitely you know this your product helps from a mental health perspective it helps kids feel safer it probably reduces their anxiety and gives parents more security so i know there has to be a solution you know i i know that it's coming but if somebody in that space has you know the ability to connect us with schools or you know even more more parents because what I can't do is I can't wait and we can't wait and so I've always said the first thing is you know there's something to your point at the very beginning about a mom on a mission there is nothing that we will (laughs) do
0: that we will stop
1: at to protect our kids and so immediately moms are like I want this I want this for my kid I want this you know for my son and my daughter Um, and then I think longer term strategy really is how do we get into schools and how do we provide this? You know, I think superintendents and principals are so maxed out with the amount. I mean, just, I'll put it this way. When I think about last year and even still this year, look how much we changed everything. Not, this is not opinion, but for COVID, you know, we changed how far we can be from each other. We put masks and I, Again, this is not about right and wrong, but how many children died of COVID before we did that?
0: Right, right.
1: And so I it gives me so much hope yes. that we can make change happen. We can mm-hmm. do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So we went out ahead of something that that really statistically had nowhere near, uh, to your point. I'll, I'll say it since it's my podcast. I can say stuff <laughs> people won't judge, judge your, your organization. At the end of the day, the statistics I read is that U.S. had... 13 1316 school shootings since 1970 um how many how many things did we do to fix that and again this is not a this is not a discussion about guns and, and all that stuff the question I think you're raising that that I'll just go ahead and put because it's my podcast I can say what I want um the U.S. had 1316 school shootings and I bet that number's higher since 1970 and what have we done to fix that and that's again i'm not i'm not asking about guns i'm asking about what could our schools have done to fix it and i so ultimately it comes back to you've created so so not all you know because it's easy for a lot of us to armchair quarterback everything and say oh you should you should have done this you should have done that you have, you have actually gone out and done something, um, and which is, I, I just have so much respect for that. Instead of just saying we, and, you know, um, you know, writing a letter to the school board or whatever it might've been, you actually went out and, and created a solution. So the question too, for you is, is that this is a product that I can purchase myself, or is this something that just, so I understand the the chain yeah. of, of purchasing and how that works. Can you explain that a little bit?
1: Of course. Absolutely. Um, you know, we have a little bit of inventory left from our first round. (laughs) I, I get nervous thinking about like, okay, when that's out, I got to make a big, you know, just, just another thing. Any business owner has to think about. (laughs) Um, so yes, you could, you can get a spark shield right now. If you want one, if you want two, whatever that might look like, I, I see, I have women buying them as well, which isn't something that I kind of alluded to that I didn't anticipate, but you know, they, they're like, I've seen these shootings at these different malls and I'm not feeling safe. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't think about that. Um, and then if there is an, you know a school or someone interested in, an, in a bulk order, that would be something that we can absolutely do, but would have to do, you know I would have to talk to them directly so that we could kind of work through the logistics and the timing and whatnot. But we have this great team of amazing, people that are our partners that are here in Ohio that have the biggest hearts that have helped me bring this dream to life. And I feel so fortunate, you know, to, to have their support and for this to also be made here just feels so special.
0: Are there any partners you want to, you want to go ahead and give a a shout out to, not that the two people listening to this would hear it, but um, (laughs) is there, is there anyone uh, that that you'd like to give a shout out to? Oh
1: yeah. So, um, uh, so one organization is called Fortner and mm. they're our family owned business on um, South High and they do upholstery work. And so what's so incredible about how I found them is, okay, real quick, can I give you a story about it? Absolutely. yeah. So um, my product development guy had said, Hey, I talked to these Uh, people at Fortner and I didn't know the name and and you know I'm like you know every day move 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 and we didn't have the product ready. he's like they do upholstery work and I'm like what is he talking to me about like I don't I couldn't even understand right and I was supposed to go meet my patent attorney for the first time you know how you said you aren't good with numbers I'm not good with numbers (laughs) and I'm terrible with directions and so I plugged in into my maps um the address on you know downtown on high street to meet my potential patent attorney. And when I got to like South high, way away from any of the like high rise buildings, I'm like, where am I at? And so I stopped at this big area and it said the fort. And I was like, Oh, I went the wrong way. And it's because I didn't have the right zip code. So I turned around and went back fast forward a week later when my product development guy was like, Tizzy, they, they love what you're doing. This people at Fortner and they want to help you. And I'm like, Oh, and he's like wow. they're going to be able to do things, you know, they've had this family owned business for generations. They can get your costs down. And I was like, "Oh, now I hear you," you know? Right. And so when I went to meet with them, that was the building, the fort on South High that I got turned around the week before.
0: Wow. <laughs> well, wow. and that's you know there's always the the joke and i'm sure many people have heard it maybe not uh, of you know the the there's somebody came and knocked on a door and said hey there's a flood coming you need to get out and the person stayed yeah. and then the next thing you know somebody came and and he said hey i've got a, i've got a canoe because the water's rising he said i got a canoe, and i'm destroying the joke right now but uh <laughs> there's a canoe you know the guy comes by in the canoe he says hey the water's rising you need to get out and the guy's like no nah, i'm good god i'll save me and then he's sitting up on the roof and the helicopter comes and he says hey you know there's a flood the floods up to the roof you need to get out of here And he's like no god will save me he dies he goes to heaven and he says Whoa. "You know, he walks in he said i thought you were going to save me and god said well i sent you a person a canoe and a helicopter <laughs> right i mean it's, <laughs> i destroyed the joke but anyway it, it's the same idea like you know i think we get those signs and wonders and so often we ask for them but then we you know we miss we don't miss them we just don't take advantage of them maybe is I'm that just- fair
1: It is. And I'm, I'm so in tune. Like, I know that was an example of me not being in tune, but like after losing my eyesight, I I feel like I'm always like, that's a sign, that's a sign. And, um, and they are, they are signs. I mean, these amazing people at Fortner, I can't say enough good things about, I mean, coming, think about the fact that everybody has was dealing with COVID. They still are, but especially last year and to then have a startup, um, you know, I wasn't sure, like, are, if, is this still going to work? You know, they're going to have to figure out their own situation. Everyone's struggling. Um But, of course, they came through, and they helped bring this to life, and they're fantastic people. I I, I, I love them. They're amazing.
0: And I think, and, and maybe I'm, I'm sti- speaking out of school, Ohio State was somewhat involved, right, in the ballistics yes. piece? Okay. Yes,
1: thank you. I should have said that.
0: No, no, I, I just want to make sure that was correct.
1: Yeah, so the gentleman, um, he isn't there anymore, but he was working at Ohio State at the time. And so um, he was working at CDM, it's like their Center of Manufacturing and Design Excellence. And so really, we get to say it's developed in conjunction with the Ohio State University, which feels pretty amazing. And then to have this ballistics expert who is still advising me and a part of our team, I you know, I, I can't say enough great things about him. And I knew the moment I met him, I knew it wasn't going to be easy because he had this background. And when I came to him with our prototype, I could tell he was not impressed. And yeah. um, he was like, it needs to be bigger. And, and, you know, I was really concerned that, you know, maybe we weren't going to make it happen. And um, he said, you know, if I'm going to be a part of something, i put my name behind it, you know, with this incredible background. And so I was like, well, what if we make it bigger? And he, what if we put handles on it? Then the kid's hands aren't exposed. And he was like, that I can get behind. And, and that was years ago. And now, I mean, I call him all the time and ask him questions and, you know, try not to forget. I mean, this guy is just incredible. And I'm so incredibly grateful for his, not only just like knowledge, but support and guidance. And, you know, he, he continues to help me as I think about like, you know, the Spark Shield will continue to evolve in what we do, and to know that I have somebody support like that, I just—I mean—feel like we're in great hands.
0: Yeah, I—I I, I will include the video and and uh, with the footnote that it was for a crowdfunding that I think is has since you know passed or or ended. However, right. the video is really powerful because it shows even your early prototypes as you went through that process, which is is awesome. Um, so, um, what are the and I'm going to put you on the spot. What are three ways that anyone listening to this, maybe you don't have three, maybe there's only one, but, um, what are three ways that people can help you, the spark project and get this to the next, you know, whatever's next that God has for you. Cause honestly, it's, it's really whatever God has for this project, which clearly he's called you to, he's helped you design. He's opened the doors. He's paved the way. What for you, what what wind can people put in your sales to continue this on?
1: Oh my gosh. I feel like I should have this, like, this is such a great question <laughs> and it is so important and, mm-hmm. you know, something I have to get better at is asking, right? Right. What one thing people can do is if one, they can join us. I mean, you can follow us on social media. We're on okay. Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn at the SPK PJT for spark project. I got to figure out how to change that. Cause it's really confusing, but that's what it is right now. Okay. Um, two, if you're interested in want to learn more or purchase a spark shield, that helps a ton. And three, you know, we talk about moms on a mission. I think it's moms on a mission. It's parents on a mission. It's grandparents on a mission. Every, I want us to give everyone a voice because mm-hmm. our voices matter yeah. and they need to get louder we need to continue to reach further and you know this isn't something people think about because not it's not something that really you think about today because it doesn't exist in the system that you're right. you know with your kid and so there's a whole lot of education but um, you know getting people involved and in join us i think that this this continues to grow not just local i think it gets even bigger because this is a problem across the entire US and I'm so energized by the people who've joined us so far and I would love more people to become a part of this and, and join us. And like you said, I can, it can be like a follow. It can be sharing, just mm-hmm. simply sharing a video on social media. I posted something the other day this is going to just sound like such a rookie, but I, I, I posted a reel for the first time or I, I like reposted it and it was getting like so much traction. Right. And I thought, gosh, like, I got to get better at some of this stuff Um, because, you know, that's how our voice continues to get out there. But what I feel like is when I see other people sharing and helping us push forward, it means so much to me because this isn't just my voice. This is our voice. We all want our kids to be safe and they deserve to be safe always.
0: Well and there's two things I thought of um one before our conversation and one during um the one during was the fact that you know I I think this might be effective even in the workplace that's just where we are today and and you know I know we've talked a lot about our kids cuz obviously that's um you know first and foremost for some of us but even if you're single and you're in a workplace i mean workplace violence is real all the like you know i mean i don't know i don't even have the workplace violence statistics i can't even speak to that right now but um as we said the morning just turn on the morning news literally every morning there's a shooting and some of them are in neighborhoods or whatever but at the end of the day you know if, if it makes you feel better maybe slide one in your back i carry a backpack to work every day that's just what i do and, and that's you know, if I just had one other piece in that backpack, it doesn't make a difference, but it could make a difference in my life. So that was one and two. I remember when we moved to Columbus, um, we had just got here. We were in a little apartment in Westerville and it was it was my wife was substituting at the Ohio School for the Deaf. And she was she was at the school and I came home because the Columbine shooting was happening in real time on TV. And I think, I don't know that I've ever been more scared and we didn't even have kids yet. But um, I don't know that I've ever been more um, just numb and scared because he, I, this might have even been before cell phones or early in the cell phone year, So you couldn't just have that immediate yeah. contact. Like, are you OK? Yeah. Um, and, and I just remember when she walked in the door safe, you know, I mean? and again, it wasn't in Columbus. It wasn't at her school. But at the end of the day, I, it, it became very real for me. And I think for each one of us, every time this happens, it becomes very, very real. I don't even know if i'm allowed to say this but i know here at schools at one point had a threat which thank god uh they caught early i think we go back to the statistics and i don't even know if i'm allowed to say that but it's okay (laughs) but um i know they caught one early so we can't say this won't happen in my neighborhood it could happen in your neighborhood it could happen to any of us at any time and this product will certainly help it could save their life It
1: could and to your point there are you know, like you mentioned, you know, whether it's at the workplace, having worked in HR, I know what it feels like to be on the end of having, you know, have difficult conversations with somebody and they're exiting a business and, you know, it can be scary. And um, you always think things are safe, but I've had scenarios where people have made it back into the building and back into my office. And, um, you know, I have people who have purchased this and they put it in their car they put it by their bed at night. I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios that people are just using, which is, it, it feels, if, if it helps in some way, I mean, any person, I want a kid to be safe. I want anyone to be safe. I mean, I feel like that's why God put this here. I feel like that's right. why he gifted us with this ballistics expert to help us bring it to life. And um, I hope no one ever has to use it clearly. yeah. yeah. Um, but what I hope more than that is that our kids have it just yeah. in case
0: it's needed. This isn't a business for you. This is personal. And I it's think that's personal. that's what I want everyone to hear is this this podcast isn't really for a business or to help you grow a business. This is to help share a message. Um, that could change a life. And and that's why I really wanted to have you on. I'm so proud of you. I I know we've met today for the first time in person. Um, (laughs) I guess if you want to call Zoom in person, but uh, we know of each other. And and at the end of the day, I'm just proud of you. I'm proud of you that you're representing our city, but I'm also proud of you that you could change a life. You literally could save a life with what you're doing and anything I can do. You have my commitment that this podcast, whatever it could do to help you um, as both Hilliard residents, you know, I think we're both just kind of scratching the surface of what both of these things could become um yours much much more important than mine but um anything that i can do to help you you have my full support 100
1: That means so much to me i i seriously i'm going to tear up and thank goodness (laughs) i guess most people might listen not see if i start crying but i i mean that i i um being able to share this with you and with your audience helps Get the message out there to more people, like I said earlier. And I don't take that lightly, and I don't, no. I don't take it by chance that God connected us either. No. Um, and I appreciate your support. I mm-hmm. need it, and I um, certainly, I, I always feel like I'm saying I'm so grateful because I am. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for the just the amount of support and people like you that are giving us um, a microphone right now.
0: Right. The last question I have for you is: Have you ever thought about going on a Shark Tank? <laughs>
1: oh my god, people ask me that all the time. <laughs>
0: Seriously, yeah. why not? Uh, have you?
1: I actually submitted an application. Um, gosh, I don't remember everything. Everything is a blur. I see here. Right. There comes a numbers. I'm like numbers and dates and directions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. You know what? I. I think what you probably can read from me is I am not opposed to how we can do this fastest
0: yes you know yep. and, and
1: yep. for me it is um if that's where god want, wants this to go i know that's where it's going to go i have so much faith that this is his work this is his message i'm just trying to not screw it up so much yeah and um,
0: right.
1: you know i don't know i will see
0: <laughs> yeah Well, I think, I don't even know the finances of it. I don't know if you need the finances. I'm sure it would certainly help, but I think the, um, on the awareness of it would be massive for you so i, I have zero connections to <laughs> the shark tank but i love the show besides that i'm a huge follower of the show but i think this you know get, again getting out of that national audience telling the story and people seeing it i think it could just you know literally take off for you so if anybody listening knows somebody from shark tank give tizzy a call <laughs> yeah,
1: call me i know i i i feel the same way i'm like you know that kind of, like, ability to change and and really spark change at that kind of, like, that's an accelerant that I think that we can all hope for. And whether it's that, whether it's somebody else that has, you know, a lot more um, capital than maybe I do, that right. any yeah. of that, you know, this is just all about getting this into every single kid's hand.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh quickly and I'm sorry for so much time today I, but I'm so thankful for all your time today.
1: Been great.
0: What uh what are the le- so what's the what are the links? Uh one the website, two to contact you and then three any other links that you may want to share. But for, for just for the post and for anybody listening to this, what are what are the best ways to to support you and then to uh contact you?
1: You can um, contact me. uh, Well, first is our website is sparkproject.us. We are on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and that is at T H E S P K P J T. So, again, it's kind of like spark and project, like abbreviated. Perfect. And you can certainly reach out to me on social media as well. Um, I'm accessible there and, you know, welcome any comments or feedback or ideas. Um, I feel like the best things happen are things like this and someone contacts me and they're like, you know what? I know so and so or or, or whatnot. I mean, that's just the magic of what you're doing is you're connecting people that, you know, are supposed to be connected and they aren't going to get there without you.
0: Well, thank you. I, I like to be six degrees of Kevin Bacon. And it's my it's it's one of my favorite parts of this podcast. Um, honestly, I don't I don't have a vision or a dream or a goal really for the podcast um, outside of. Um, just putting a spotlight on people like yourself that are making a, a difference in the world and have a story to tell. We all have one, but um, this is a special one. And I'm, I'm thankful for you. I'm proud of you. And I'm, I'm thankful to call your neighbor, neighbor, even though we're not next door neighbors or anything, but I'm thankful you're in our city and that um, anything I can do to help, I'm, I'm here to help you.
1: Thank you so much, Aaron. Thank Absolutely. you. I, I mean, honestly, this has been so great and I'm awesome. grateful for your time and your support and for giving us just some time today to share what we're working on and i thank you thank you thank you thank
0: you well and i can't wait to dvr the episode on shark tank <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. you know what if we make it on shark tank you will be of the first that i call i mean i'm gonna call my mom first <laughs> there you go.
0: There you go. all right just give me an interview with mark cuban it will be good to go so no i'm just
1: kidding <laughs> i think this, this would be a good deal for mark
0: absolutely absolutely it'd be it'd be huge uh i wish you nothing but the best thank you so much for your time and um we will uh, let's be in touch i'm sure we'll be in touch offline for ways that i can help you okay thank
1: you aaron have a great afternoon
0: this has been the latest episode of the unscripted podcast with your host aaron conrad from his studio at the junction in old hilliard make sure to like share follow and review on your favorite podcast platforms Also, make sure to check out my song Great and Mighty One on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll be back with another great guest soon. We'll see you next time.